All right, let's do this. Episode 394 of Global From Asia, so close to 400 shows. Got with us today, TLC. Tender loving care, but also can be called the living crystal. I have one with me right now. We got a, the story, also strategies for if you're helping your business, your mindset, using meditation, mindfulness, and more. Let's tune in. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. I'm getting back into the swing of things. This show is is weekly right now. I don't want to commit to more, but hopefully we'll keep these weekly. We got a lot of shows already recorded. Today we're on 394 of these shows. Globalformasia.com slash TLC, The Living Crystal. I got one right here. I've been using this for at least a month or two now. I have an early stage prototype. This is going live on Kickstarter. I think today, the day this show goes out. And we have with us the founder and the creator and the engineer and the mindfulness guru. Guru is good, I think. John Hubble, where we talk about this product and uh, and uh, coming to Asia from the U.S. and engineering and and meditation and business. It's a fascinating conversation. I think it's a pretty long show. We're keeping these shows as long as need to go. Also, so much things happening. You know, Japan trip is coming in April. Canton Fair might happen. I'm gonna do a meetup in Chiang Mai tomorrow, and a lots of stuff is happening. We're gonna put as much as we can into the show for free. Also our newsletter, people are enjoying our newsletter. It's really cool to hear from some of you reading and subscribing to our newsletter. Anyways, lots to talk about. This is a longer episode. I really recommend taking your notebook out, getting things ready. A little bit of, I don't, it's not woo woo. Honestly, we, we even talk about MMA fighters and business, high stress business people that use these tactics to deal with pressure and stress because being an Amazon seller or a business owner and, or international traveler, especially after COVID and everything, you gotta be good in your brain, in your mind, clear, and, and dealing with all kinds of pressure. I'm still a student, and I'm a student today with John Hubble. Show notes, links, I got an unboxing video I made for this product too. All that should be on the show notes at globalfromasia.com slash TLC. Let us tune in now. Are you looking for a cross-border logistics company from Asia to the East and the West? Then look no further. Cross Better Logistics is a solution for you. From ocean shipping to air freight, from factory to 3PL warehouse, Amazon FBA, and Walmart, Cross Better Logistics is an experienced service provider for e-commerce sellers and B2B traders on TPS Trade. As a GFA partner level sponsor, let them know we sent you and they'll take care of you. Check them out at www.crossbetter.com today. All right, so thank you everybody for tuning in to our Global From Asia podcast, We're getting closer to 400 shows. And this is a show I should have done quite a while ago, but I've got some data. I've been using some of these practices a bit myself. And we have with us on the show, John Hubble. He's a very interesting combination of engineer and I'm gonna say it wrong, but mindfulness meditation professional. And here in Chiang Mai, we've gotten to know each other pretty well over the last few months, and we're working together on a Kickstarter campaign we'll talk about later. But today, we just, I, I thought it would be really good for the listeners today. 
or watchers to understand about the importance of mindfulness, meditation, being aware of your body and your thoughts and your emotions in business because we're under a lot of pressure and especially the last few years of COVID and everything. So I, I'm really happy to have John Hubble on the show. Thanks for being here, John. Thank you for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. So first, a quick little bit of intro about your, yourself, John. So I'm John Hubble. And I've been living out here full time about 10 years. Cool. And for 20 plus years, I've been running a consulting business. So we develop products for businesses in healthcare, wellness, consumer electronics, medical, all sorts of all sorts of stuff, even exercise. I know our mutual friend Don, I've been doing great, a lot yeah. of different exercise equipment with him. And yeah, so a little more background about me is that you know, I got an engineering degree from Virginia Tech. Oh, nice. And I graduated in 96. And I spent a couple years working working for companies. And then I developed in my own company, consulting primarily. And that was around 2001, 2002. Great. And since, and primarily I started my company in San Diego. I lived, uh, I lived there for a little while. Just yeah. Like three, four months. Like yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful place, beautiful, but also it has a fair amount of defense contractors there okay. and an industry of design and manufacturing sure. that's somewhat uncommon in America. There's some manufacturing up in LA and, you know, throughout the country, but, you know, San Diego, Southern California is really a, a hub for design and manufacturing. I didn't experience, I mean, I was there between my shift from Wall Street or working in and then doing my own business full-time e-commerce, but I don't recall that. That's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a beautiful place too, Ocean Beach and, and PB, Pacific Beach. There's all these nice beaches. There's Pacific Beach, Mission Beach, Ocean oil, Beach. Yeah. Oil, oil district, oil light district or something? The gas, gas, gas lamp. light, gas the, lamp. The gas lamp. Yeah. yeah. yeah so really yeah, nice. that's, uh, that's historic now. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It was, and you know, I loved, I, I spent about 15 years there and I lived in Ocean Beach and also North Park. Okay. And about 10 years ago, I'd been coming out to Thailand and, and Southeast Asia for five years before, so about 15 years. and. I really, you know, when I got to Thailand, I was like, oh, this is a really kind of like incredible place. And my first stop was kind of like Bangkok and, and working with manufacturers there. And then after a couple months, I had to go back to the San Diego. Oh. And it was the first time that I actually felt like I wanted to stay and not go back to San Diego. So after doing that for four to five years, I decided to move out here full time. Okay, cool. Thanks for that story. Yeah, I I think there's a lot of us, actually there's, over the years I've seen different people. There's some people that come to Asia and love it and can't leave. And then there's some that just can't wait to go back to like Western civilization or right, the right, food. Right. So people usually figure it out within a year or two, I think, if they like it long term or not. Yeah. Just, I mean, Thai, Thailand's an interesting country because you still have the modern, yeah. I mean, you have modern conveniences and it's westernized enough that you know, there's McDonald's if people love McDonald's or Burger King, <laughs> yeah. you know, and however, it's exotic enough that you you feel like you're in a different country. For sure. Obviously. And the people are wonderful here. Yeah. It's such a it's such a comfortable kind of easy going country that 
you know, it's, it's, it's hard for me to think of any place else that is like this. You know, That's so. true. I mean, I, I think, you know, I've lived in China for many years. So this show, a lot of these I did with when I was talking in China. So China, of course, is a lot of, a totally different environment. But even Thailand, there are some people that don't have patience with the local culture, whether it's Thailand, Vietnam, Amer you know, China, Hong Kong, even. They don't, when they got a, I guess you can live in a bubble of expat bubble, especially in Thailand. But, but there are some that just get tired. Actually, I just met a couple here, and they're going back to the U.S. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, we had a few years here. It was fun, but we're going, you know, we're going back to also the family and the lifestyle of America, you know. Right, right. I mean, I, yeah, I think it takes some getting used to, you know, and like there's a certain amount of acceptance that you have to come with, you know, or acquire, you know, here. You know, it's not, it's not like Western culture. True. You know, and there's, uh, the laws are not like that. You know, how the law is applied here is not like that, you know, and, you know, it's a much more flexible, I feel like it's a much more flexible country. Mm -hmm. However, you know, that also kind of like works against, you know, some people's mindset, True. you know, and, you know, they like laws being followed, yeah. you know, and, you know, it's you know, from, coming from a Western society, you know, where, you know, people follow rules even when nobody's looking. True. Right? Yeah, um, I mean, that it's trust-based versus, like, especially in China, it's no low trust of society. Right, right. So they have to have laws and they have to have, like, cameras and regulations because right, it's not right. self-regulating, mm -hmm. trust-based type system. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that's that's interesting, interesting commentary. I, I often kind of say, you know, if you just, if you dri drive around, if you're driving in Thailand, you kind of understand like how the culture works, you know, and it's, uh, you know, and I often say like the, the lines on the road are, are mere suggestions and you have to kind of go with the flow of the traffic and rule and what's acceptable is constantly changing. <laughs> and it's, it's also interesting is that in Chiang Mai, nobody honks their horn. Mm. However, you know, from a Western point of view, there's tons of people that are getting cut off, you know, as they're driving around, you know, Man, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, these near misses. I, my wife and scares me. She drives I, <laughs> and she's Chinese and man, she'll cut somebody off. And I'm a, you know, I'm like, actually just yesterday, I was a couple yeah. close calls. But it, but it all, it, I mean, it all works. It may not necessarily be as efficient as what we're, what we come from or even like following the rules of, of how we drive, but it works. And the motorbikes is a scary one. There's so many deaths. I mean, there's injuries right, and right. deaths on motorbikes and they're just in the middle of the highway. They just drive right in the, the scene. Yeah, yeah. It's that's, that's with scary. no looking at all. Yeah. It's really scary. I saw somebody getting scraped off the highway last week. You know, Whew. I mean, I'm kind of exaggerating, but he was, he was late. He saw him, the kids saw him right. were driving. He's like, there's blood. I don't know how bad, but he was getting picked off the road. We were going on the right, on the other side. Right. Yeah. And I think, I don't know the stats, but I do think Thailand death. Well, yeah, the roads are dangerous here. It's high, yeah. very high. For motorcycle or scooter and also just pedestrians. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's one thing. Look out for yourself. It kind of goes you're, in. Yeah. When you're riding a motorbike or if you're walking. 
you know, yeah. everybody gets in an accident on a motorbike. Not everybody, but a lot of people I've talked to. Which go, it kind of goes into a segment. How did maybe did you get into this mindfulness practice in China, in uh, in Thailand, or in Asia, or was it something you brought from? A, no, from no. I at a very early age, I, I was I was about five or six. My mother taught me self hypnosis. Oh. And this was in the late '70s. Nice. So this was I think the you know it was about that time where the '70s and the early '80s where America was. There's an influx of kind of like yoga and 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 Buddhism and, I don't the, want to and these types I'm of the hippie, hippie kind of like the '70s. Like wasn't it like kind of like peace and love and yeah, and but hip- I, yeah. And it, however, it never I I don't really think the mainstream embraced yoga, mm-hmm. you know, or or meditation all that much. And yeah, and I, and I think there's I mean Herman Hesse wrote that book Siddhartha. And he introduced the West to to Buddhism, right? And then there was Zen and the the art of motorcycle maintenance, which was I think was in the '70s. So it took a little while to kind of percolate. So I mean, the the thing was that that self hypnosis was kind of the only thing available that my mother thought was a mindful meditation. You know, and self hypnosis is a form of like you breathe rhythmically which is very similar to kind of these yogic breath techniques and then you relax your body through visualization so at a very young age i learned these techniques as i was kind of growing up and she i think my mom saw i was struggling with with the family environment you know she thought okay i think i she probably thought "I, i think i need to give him some way that he can relax and and Kind of control his emotions. Mm-hmm. And I was very rambunctious as a as a kid, okay. and just very excitable. And then when I when I started doing these these practices, you know, I was able to to calm myself and control these these emotions as a child, right? And then you know, as as we progressed, you know, as I progressed through through the ages, I explored yogic techniques, other mindful techniques, Zen Buddhism, and and martial arts. And all in a lot of the martial arts that were introduced back then, they had a, I mean, they had a martial aspect of it where you physically train your body. However, there was also an aspect of connecting to yourself, being mindful of your actions and your emotions, and then training your mind to focus, right? And a lot of the things that I would do, and I, I was into sports, wrestling and, and football and tennis, you know, so I was in high school, I, I did, I went through a lot of kind of like training and, and, and team, and team kind of workouts and, and team sports. And what I brought to, to that is, you know, especially like wrestling, you know, wrestling, you don't kind of think of, you know, how can you connect meditation to wrestling? And what I would do is I would, when we weren't practicing, I would sit down and think about like over and over these drills are like the best way to gain leverage on my opponent or to take down an opponent. So I would breathe rhythmically get into a calm state and then visualize 
myself performing the perfect takedown. <laughs> and just like over and over again, as if I was, you know, in my body doing it. And then I would, then I'd also train from a perspective, like me looking at myself while doing it, mm. you know, and all these times I would, I would be, you know, perfect, you know, and if, if there was something that I wasn't quite sure on, I'd ask my coach and then incorporate that into, into the meditation. God. And, you know, I was, when I first wrestled, I was, it was my freshman or my sophomore year. And, you know, I had, you know, I wrestled first, you know, I beat out a couple of seniors to, in a couple of the competitions to wrestle in like two or three meets as, you know, the first person in my mm -hmm. weight class. So I don't think I could have done that without like the training that I did with my mind. That's really cool. And the visualization that I did. So it was a really important aspect. And then after that, I, you know, went into, to, to college <laughs> and, and, you know, just kept on practicing and exploring like different modes of meditation, visualization, the idea of connecting with the elements. And that helped me out throughout college. And then when I went out to be a professional, it also helped me. And I, I think there's this one thing is that you know, for me, you know, meditation works or what I really call it is training, training your mind. Yeah. And it, it works for me in the sense that I make it work for the health of myself and my personal and professional development. Okay. So if it, if what I'm practicing, you know, doesn't align with those, then I don't, I don't practice it. You know, okay. so all of these, these practices I do align to, to my goal. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. So I think let's, let's focus on that now. You know, like I, most of our listeners and this is, a, this is a podcast about, you know, trading, import, export, e-commerce. We've had some sessions about, about kind of mindfulness or, you know, dealing with stress. So I, I think I'll, I'll just say it. And I think a lot feel that way. Usually we feel like you mentioned yoga, you know, meditation. When I was younger, I used to think that was more like a, a chick thing, a female thing. Right, like, right, right. Dudes don't need that, man. We're macho. <laughs> We're, you know, yeah. obviously I, I'm not like that now. I feel like I or the stigma or it wasn't really like a spoken thing. It was more like a subtle subconscious thing. I think like right. men don't do that. Men are like strong and we don't. We don't need this, you know. Women do that, and where did is that? I mean, I think that's still true. But I mean, or, or is that? Well, I think well, in a Western society, that that might that alignment sounds kind of true. However, you know how I aligned, you know, aligned to it is, you know, I really thought of myself as, you know, training. Well, as a, as a young kid, I was like training as a Jedi. Yeah, you I know, just I mean, Luke Skywalker, like that's a, just an amazing movie. Great. The clone, and, we're on Clone Wars now with our kids. Okay. So, <laughs> so you remember when it was Empire Strikes Back, Luke Skywalker, after his battle at Hoth, went to the Dagobah system to, to search for this Jedi Master, you know, which Yoda looked like a little gremlin, right? Yeah. And, you know, how did he train? He trained his, he trained by meditating right? And by running through the swamp, 
You know, he trained his mind and body, right? And that, that kind of really aligned to me. You know, I thought like, okay, yeah, that's like, th that guy's a Jedi master, you it's know? True. That is true. <laughs> but I mean, that Joseph Campbell, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the show, The Power of Myth. But Joseph Campbell wrote A Hero with a Thousand Faces, and he was instrumental in the creation of, of Star Wars. Oh. So Lucas went ahead and, and consulted with him from a mythology you know, standpoint, and a lot of the mythology in Star Wars is directly from that influence of Joseph Campbell. And you could really see that you know, Obi-Wan was the, the master, yeah. And you can you can see a lot of like the the influences he had on 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 Luke Skywalker were very similar to you know a samurai taking on a student, right? And 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 teaching him to be mindful, sure. right? Mindful of 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 his environment of the universe, right? And then to extend his awareness, you know, in 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 accomplishing his goals. And it was like the, the, the last, even, even that, you know, the, the master never leaves the Luke Skywalker, right? And even at the, the pivotal moment where he's attempting to, to destroy the Death Star, he, he reaches out with his mind instead of the, the computer and, you know, sinks the shot. True. Yeah. That's and it only, only took Obi-Wan to speak to him, you know. So I, I think that to me, I, I, I think of the stories of, of these samurais, the Bushido Code, Zen Buddhism, how it's all intertwined, the warrior monks of, of India and then of China, yeah. and how you know they, they practiced, uh, they trained their, their mind and body. True. You know, they, and you just can't train your, your body. You, you have to integrate it. And you know, they, they trained it to the, the will of, of fighting, yeah. right? And, and I, I think that has a, a direct analogy to business, yeah. right? And, you know, there's a lot of things and a lot of stress that you have to take on when you, when you own a business. And especially if you have employees, you always have to worry about payroll. And, you know, even though like, you know, one week before payroll, aren't paying, right? And the, the stress of that, right? And, the, and, and then overcoming, like, you, you can't be debilitized by that. You have to overcome that, and you have to relax and focus on, on what's important. And then this is why I think these meditations, mindfulness, but, but also some meditations that we'll explore today, they're essential in creating that, that framework that, that allows you to, to be a business owner, like a warrior. Jedi master. <laughs> a Jedi master <laughs> business owner. <laughs> it is true, though, for sure. It's helped me, like, over the years, I'm not a Jedi master, but I've gotten better. <laughs> and, but like even the monkey mind, right? And then they even see like, they even in movies like Chuck Norris versus Bruce Lee. Right, right, right. right. And Chuck Norris is, he's, he's strong and good, but he's not, they show the Eastern mind. The Eastern person is kind of the, the mind and they usually show the Western as more the muscle. Right, 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 right. And it's even true. Like, I've been in China and Asia for a long time, and when I first was here, you could feel it, but you would see it, because actually, like, in the businessman in, I don't know about Thailand, but I think it's also in Thailand, in, in China for sure, you don't show your emotion. You're just, you, you have to be, like, straight. 
you know, or at least that's my, of course, you don't have to have my screen, but my experience is. Well, you have to control your emotions. Control and, your emotions. And, and to, to be emotional is to kind of lose face. Yeah, yeah, you right? got and it. That's, uh, you know, and once you do that, you, you, you embarrass yourself and, and the people that support you. Yeah. But it seems more tolerable in the Western society to, to be more emotional. You know, I don't want to name names, but you can think some successful Western business people or, or warriors that are used, they're more wild. They're not as like calm, but usually the Eastern mind, Eastern warrior is more like yeah, I, calm. I, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I would not say that. Okay, so mindful meditation, what does that do? That, yeah, that you, you kind of you discover yourself by observing your thoughts, right? And then you discover kind of, you know, ultimately you discover your true nature, right? Yeah. And, you know, when, when you engage in emotion, you know, especially on a business level, it has to be strategic, right? And you should never seem like you're out of control. Yeah. Right. I mean, even even when you even when you see like some of the most successful business owners in America. Yeah, they show that, those those people like they, they're like they're like aggressive they, and emotional and pushy. Right. Yeah, but, I'm but not going to say names. You can probably yeah, imagine how, them talking. How, however, it's it's calculated. Right. Mm. You know, if if and you, I think we've all had bosses or customers that are emotional and you never know like what emotion <laughs> yeah. they're going to show today. Yeah, exactly. And how hard is it to work with people like that? Yeah. It, it's difficult. Now you have like now you have like some of the savvy owners where they show emotion, right? They they'll get angry, right? However, it's calculated and That's a good point. and if they still want to work with you, that anger often dissipates, you know, and and then the and then the real work begins, right? They they use that to motivate <laughs> often. You know, and there, there's, I think what we're really getting at here is, you know, knowing yourself, engaging in mindful practices or meditative practices or training, training your mind allows you to have control over your emotions, right? So that when it's appropriate, you can show, you can show them. And when it's appropriate, you can be calm, right? Mm. And it's, it's about controlling, controlling, not, you know, controlling your state of mind, really. Right? It's like you're saying about the wrestling, you're, you're looking at yourself. I've heard that too in certain, you know, I try to keep up with this, I try to read books and such about this. They say, look at yourself in the third person mm -hmm. and see yourself as others see to be better in control of your, like you said, control of your emotions. Right, right. I mean, you can even look at like a lot of, I, I love watching MMA and I follow a few, a few people. I mean, Conor McGregor, obviously yeah. is a huge. Uh, but is he, so you think he's good at mindfulness? He seems a little bit more erratical, right? Well, he controls, he, I think he's very calculated he does it in okay. how he controls his image, right? Mm. And, and he brings the fire, the burning kind of like passion and, and desire to win when he's there. Now, I guarantee you, I don't know his training segments, but I guarantee you that, you know, he uses visualization a lot to kind of like pump himself up to get ready for a fight or mm -hmm. to get ready for training. And, you know, that's a form of meditation. Mm -hmm. It's a meditative art. 
You know, he's not only training his body, but he's training his mind. Yeah. I mean, even baseball, right? You, you have to focus when you're at bat. You got to focus, I mean, focus on or catching the ball or any kind of sport. Right, right. right. You have to be focused, be able to focus yeah. on the ball, focus on the, the action, your movement of your arm or your body. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like golf. Yeah. Golf's like another kind of like perfect example. Well, it's like golf and baseball. Why, you know, why are those the sports that are most common in Japan that they've kind of co-opted and really delved into, into the practice and the art of it? Because there's, there's moments where you have to, you, you have to accelerate, right? And, and use your will and your focus. And then there's a moments that you have to relax and be ready. Right, and I, I think it was like, especially like golf, you know, the Japanese love golf. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's not only is it for, you know, they use it for business, right? However, it's a, it's a they've created somewhat of an art form mm. where they incorporate these meditative arts, you know, training their mind, and they focus it through golf. That's a good point. Okay, so let's let's move into this the actual the product, which I feel brings together your engineering experience and your mindfulness practice to use both of those skills together. So I'm holding it. Of course, I know a lot of people are listening, but so we'll try to also explain it in audio form. But if you're on video, you can see it in my hand. It's called the Living Crystal. It's going to go on Kickstarter very soon. And uh, can you share a little bit of how to just get started? Yes, about a little more than a year ago, I was involved in. I have these group meditations with another individual, which is the partner in this. And uh, you know, through the meditation, he had a vision of using a crystal, specifically quartz crystal, with a coil around it to energize it. And that, and that being the, the the main engine of this, this would then energize the things around it and and also resonance within yourself. Okay. And, and uh, over the course of the next like three to four months, we uh, we explored the concept through meditation and, and visualization, and uh, we slowly designed what we have right here. Nice, uh, nice. So it's thelivingcrystal.com. You can check it out. Right. And I don't know if you want to show the other one you brought. Yeah, so this is a unit that I practice with it, oh, okay. which is a copper color and I just have to have the a cistrine on top which really connects to to the sun so I, I do a fair amount of sun and fire meditations nice so and we can kind of discuss more yeah, well, about that I want to hear about that too okay <laughs> so maybe we'll first go back into the basics of the product and then we'll go into some fire practices so I, I have a whole bunch of different gemstones and I see you also have some and I think there's some choices when you if you you know purchase the product to add on different kinds of stones but uh, you know the, the, the standard one is a clear is a clear but you can also what actually helps me a lot so I use this in my meditation I've been meditating I think since 2015 okay. I learned from Pat Flynn and this okay. one, he was a podcast he is a podcaster really great Smart Passive Income, and Tim Ferriss, they talk about it a lot, and a lot of the books and the content. So, you know, I like to switch different colors. So we're very, obviously we've got lighting on for the recording, so, but, you know, usually do this in, in a darker space, but it lights up 
lights up this zone and like he says the coils and the light here but it gives and we actually have a session i have mikesblog.com slash the living crystal we we did another recording when okay. i just got started you came and you got me one and i've been doing it for about a month now or maybe even more and i, I like to switch between the different colors or stones and they give me different energy like you say it's energy right like or a different emotion or feeling so like the green I, the light green gives me somewhat of a, a power or a little feeling but like the blue is like the ocean or right. ice and it's like a cooler feeling and then there's some that are like green but when we did that session it was like a a marsh like a long you know, in the water of a swampy marsh and you can feel the the algae or the seaweed or the right uh, so I, I use these different thoughts and feelings when i'm doing my meditation and it also helps me to focus on this object because you know, sometimes when i meditate i would just do silent meditation right or right. they say to clear your thoughts and I, I maybe if we have there's so much we can talk about obviously it's a it's a it's a lot of stuff but but i thought you're the point of meditation and maybe this might be helpful for others because i feel like we're not as advanced as it's is to just clear your mind. But you, we had talked once and you said it's not, that's one point of meditation is clearing the mind, but I'm even forgetting what you had said, but there's well, another I, I point. Really, I mean, I think, well, meditation, we can just say it's training your mind. Training your mind. So how do you want to train your mind, hmm. right? So I, obviously, you know, the foundation is, well, what is your, what are you saying? You know, what are your thoughts, right? And this is, this is the foundation of mindfulness. Right? What are you thinking? And then, you know, as you're as you're thinking, attempt to clear them and find a, a silence, right? So that you can stop thinking. <laughs> you have you have the control over, like, or, and that's often like when people ask ask me because I've been practicing meditating for for many years. They often ask me, well, don't. Don't you think of stuff when you meditate? Yeah, I mean, all the time, right? I mean, thoughts come to me. However, I don't engage with them because I'm focused on my meditation, right? And, you know, that's, I think that's really powerful. However, th there's some thoughts you should pay attention to also, yeah, right? That's just uh, the hard part because I'll think of some new idea for business or marketing. Right, then then if you're if you're meditating and you, you think, and then some, for some reason, you have this inspiration for for a new idea in your business. Then you just keep a notepad around and just jot it down, right? And then you can always come back to that and explore it. The insight that you have when you're you're training your mind and, and you're becoming silent is really powerful because that comes from a deeper mm. a deeper space. You know, and it, it aligns. I think it, like one of the things that that often is said is, you know, you don't you, you don't know what you're thinking until you start paying attention to your thoughts, mm. right? And then you understand, okay, what am I thinking, and why am I thinking this, right? And then and then you get to the point where you're silencing that, and then then you can hear what you really should be hearing. Mm. And I think that's kind of, that's the focus that I mean, that's how I engage in, in this. So there's one one aspect is mindfulness, right? And you could also say in 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 Thai terms is vipassana. Vipassana. You know, so there's many 
in, in Thailand, there's many retreats that are Wapasana retreats. And then... You make me think of Vipassana. Wapasana. Yeah, I, I say Vipassana, Wapasana. Yeah. Oh, that's the same. Tomato, tomato. Because oh, <laughs> I've heard of that. Even people in business have told me, yeah, it's like a pure silent retreat for right, seven right, days or something. Right, observing like your thoughts and clearing your mind, mm. right? So, I mean, that's really powerful. And I know a lot of people that go there and, you know, they have these, they have a week of, of clearing their mind and then they come back to their daily, daily life and they forget about the practice. Mm. So, you know, what I really want to do is find a way for people to engage with something on a daily basis, because that's, that's a real power yeah. of this. You, now you can obviously have insights with Pasana, like when you, when you go for these week retreats, you have these great insights. However, it's, it's not just having those great insights, it's how you incorporate that into your life, mm-hmm. right? And then obviously Vipassana, there's, there's also another very common, med- like a focus meditation where you're focusing on something singular. And that's what I usually engage in. And in Thai terms, that's samadhi. So that's singular focus. Mm. Which right? I feel like this device is, is helping focus on this one Right, right. Thing, right? So this is like a more of a focus. You're training your mind to focus on something, mm. and that, that's you get. There's a direct benefit to your professional life. You know, as, as you train your mind to be able to focus on something singular, then you'll be able to have greater engagement in anything that you have to do yeah. in your business. Like you'll be able to focus for for uh, a, a couple hours on just getting this project out or yeah. just doing this this blog or whatever you may you may find and it, it's also i mean we live in live ADD. in a world we live in a world where ADD right now. yeah we live in a world where you know there's tiktok tiktok or you know i mean there's all these social apps that it's creating people with add it is it's, right? it's really sad. yeah there's all these distractions so you know, put your phone down and focus. This will be better. Yeah, it'll, you'll be able to better engage in business. I agree. And, and focusing on your business and actually creating something. It's, yeah, so it's hard for me to know exactly, you know, to, I think to measure, but I feel even, you can talk to like, you know, we work and others, I've gotten to be so focused. I mean, it's also, I think, over years of meditation in general, but I think, you know, at using this as well with, with my meditation has gotten me, I do Pomodoro too. I do 30-minute work sets and five-minute mm-hmm. breaks, and I fo- try to do one specific kind of project when I work. Right. And, you know, at the end, I try to do, like, the morning of Pomodoro. So I do the meditation in the morning. I do some 10-minute exercise, but by the time I'm at lunch, my brain is just tired because I've been... Right. Focus. I don't. Yeah, like no TikTok. I don't even have TikTok. No Facebook. No no social media. I'm not even looking at the phone as much as I can. But and it's just so effective. You know. I mean, right. just output is like crazy. But it's like you're tired. You're mental. I'm mentally tired by by lunch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, I, I think you need. You, I mean, you definitely need to feel the. There's a rhythm, as you work, right? And and. If you're spending large amounts of focusing, then you you need to you need to have breaks, hmm. right? And, and calming, and you know mindfulness meditation is is great for that. Or 
you know, you're just rhythmically breathing or doing something that doesn't require a lot of mental focus. And then you, and then you get re-energized and then you can go back in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, I think the Huberman really talks about this and explores, you know, methods to do this in, in great detail. I, I guess just let's maybe give some practices. Is okay. morning good or afternoon, night, is there, or it depends on a person? I, I, think, I think it depends on the person, however, you know, I'm us I usually practice in the morning when I wake up about between 5.30 and, and 6. And then I practice again in the evenings. Okay. So after I get off work, I practice. Okay. There's a dead, there's a, I don't, I don't think it's, at least for, for me, you know, during the afternoon, there's this weird time during the afternoon between like 2 and 5 that isn't conducive to sitting yeah. and, and meditating. You know, it, you know, either you need to be doing something or engaging in something else, but there's, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not really sure why that is, or maybe it's just the rhythm of, of our bodies or the rhythm of our society. I feel like it's lunch. I don't it's know. Like, <laughs> I don't it know. could be lunch. It could be lunch. I, I don't know. I mean, because they say you're your uh, blood is moved from your brain to your stomach to digest right, right. the food and it makes you that's why there's like siestas and stuff after lunch and like I don't I don't some, feel the same I don't culture. feel the same way because I eat a, eat a very large breakfast mm. and after I have a breakfast I'm working yeah and I don't feel or exercise a little bit then I work I don't feel the same way after my breakfast because I'm ready to I'm ready to work and go to the office however like in the afternoon it just it feels a, a bit off. I mean, yeah. So, I like that's just me. I mean, I'm me, the same. I'm the same. I also, I do phone calls or meetings or I, outside things afternoons. Right. I right. usually get a spurt of energy in the evening. Right. I'm best in the morning, but I think each person has to decide. Some people work best in the middle of the night. You know, I guess. But yeah. I don't know many people who are good at working in the afternoon. I, I have a developer that I work with that, you know, he, he kind of starts really working at nine. At PM. Nine PM and he'll he will he will stop working when the sun rises. Crazy. Yeah, I can't <laughs> and you know that that he's incredibly creative, really brilliant. However, this is his schedule. Right? So I, I think it's important to listen to yourself. Mm. You know, and, and make sure you're obviously you're healthy, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I there's uh I know we had discussed about this a little bit. I wanted to yeah, let's do the. Let's I wanted to kind of key you in on a, a visualization that I do every morning. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so I just turned on the living crystal, and it has a cistrine crystal on top of it. So I, I think we talk about when you, when you said like meditation and yoga are mainly for women. I think crystals even more so. True. Right. However, as an engineer, I really engage in the idea of what like a crystal represents the structure of it. It's a structured, structured mineral that mm. is grown, you know, from the earth, right? And it has this lattice structure, and it's very, it's it's very similar to our, our own bone structure. So there's an analogy between our, our bone structure and, and crystalline structure. They're both grown, they're both piezoelectric, especially quartz crystals. Uh, so I engage on a very like, intellectual form connection. And you know, I, I 
connect my own bone structure to what the structure of the crystal is. Mm. Right? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> right, so, and, and to me, this is just, this drives a, a greater connection and a greater focus for me. Now, I have the cysteine on top of it, and I connect that with the sun, but the element of fire. And the element of fire, I, I connect with like this electric feeling. You know, this, this is kind of like powers our body, this electric force in our nerves. I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't move a muscle without the power of electricity, you know, coursing through our nerves. I also connect it with this, uh, this warmth and this the, well, fire, like really the, the technology that, that started all of this you know, started all our civilization. Without fire, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have a lot of things. We would still, we'd still probably be- Cavemen. We're not even cavemen. We'd probably be just in the tropical zone around the earth. Mm. You know, fire allowed, fire allowed us to, to go into Northern climates, True. you know, and survive winters. But yeah. it also, you know, gave us the ability to, to cook meat, right? And, 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 and really, we evolved, you know, through the use of that technology, fire, to evolved our gut to handle, like there's some things that we just can't eat raw anymore that animals can, right? So that technology is, has driven our evolution. So connecting to the, the idea of fire, like this warmth, this, this will to create, you know, is really powerful for me. So. When I look at that, I think of the sun, the vitality of the sun, but also the will to, to connect. And all I imagine is within my space is this fire invigorating me. And every breath that I take, I breathe in the fire and condense that energy within myself and feel the warmth, you know, guiding me, invigorating me, and, and empowering my will to create, to, to design. Yeah, for your day, for your work. Right. And we, we often talk about, so this is just a, a brief summary of that meditation, However, we often talk, talk about desire. What's the difference between desire and a burning desire? A burning desire is... You have to have. It's like, <laughs> it's like an addiction or almost. It's like there's well, no, a burning desire to, to do, do something, you know, is, is, is you have the fire to propel you no matter what obstacle you come, you come across. You have a, you know, a desire can be like, oh, I have a desire for, you know, to, to create a business online, you know, but there's so many obstacles in creating businesses. Now, if you have a burning desire, right, no matter what obstacle you'll come, you'll come across, you'll overcome it. Yeah. And you use, so I connect, I really connect that fire with will and then, and then, you know, my will to, to, to still like, to be engaged in business and to grow my business. And there's a lot of things that I do that, you know, within engineering that I don't particularly like. And the only way that I, <laughs> I can get through it is, is using my will. The fire. 
the fire, <laughs> the burning desire Please to 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 grow my business. Yeah. You know? So maybe some more action points. I, how long should somebody use it for? Like, is there? I mean, how? You know, I think some people like the product. Maybe they don't know how to, how to use it, or even meditation in general. I mean, is there is there guidelines? I guess shorter for starting and longer if you're more. Yeah, I, I think I I think you know if you can focus for five minutes on something singular, that's a great accomplishment. Yeah, and we often start it out like well, just focus on something for one minute, and if you don't have any any intruding thoughts for that one minute, you've gained success, mm. right? So I think a lot of people engage in kind of, like they think, oh, meditation I can't do. I, th I think of all these different things. Yeah, they, right? well, they can't uh, focus on, they even say that a lot of times. So. Yeah, so I mean, that's somewhat self-defeating, right? So you have to build a, you have to build a success. So why don't you just try for a couple seconds of, of not thinking of anything? And then, and then extend that, you know, maybe go for five seconds or maybe for a minute. And then, you know, if you can reach five minutes to 10 minutes, that's even better. I, the benefits of engaging in mindfulness, you know, happens when you can do that, you know, for just a few minutes. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it increases as you increase the, the time, you know, however, you know, if you're meditating for an hour or, or two hours, you know, that, that's a lot of time that takes away from, from actually running a business or, or working, right? Yeah. Or doing everything that else that we have to do that's meaningful in this life, you sure. know? So, so often what I, what I tell people when they just first start off is that, you know, look, this can be a focus for your meditation. However, just try, you know, a few minutes. And once you start building success, you can build off of that. Yeah. Right? Now, there's a lot of people that, you know, this, this is also an idea of like a mindfulness of, of, of what you want to focus on during the day. So the idea is like I, I often focus on, on, on engineering, you know, and that I connect that to, to creation and, and the idea of, of, of fire. Right, the the will to to bend the the resources that you at hand at, at hand to to your own will and to create something like you're forging something. Forging is the sword. Yeah, yeah. yeah, forging the sword. But we we forge a lot of different things. You know, you know, an interesting, engaging website. You know, is forged through our mind and and through our computer. Right. We don't have to always engage in sword making. Right. Love the idea. <laughs> but I, I, I'm an Aries. I think we talk about astrology. But my mo my mom would this astrology. But you know the ram, the, the pushing, you know, with with the, the horns to, to to kind of make something to break through and make something happen. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's powerful it, imagery. Yeah. Right, and that and that's, you know, we often talk about you know, the Zodiac in, in, in terms of, of it controlling our character. However, I, I kind of think of the Zodiac as, as ways of engaging in what it is to be human, mm. right? So the, the Aries is breaking through, like we have to break through a lot of walls. Yeah, there's so many right? boundaries. And you don't have to be an Aries to align to that type of mentality. Right. However, these are powerful visualizations that you can do. So, 
you know, a lot, a lot of this is like, you know, what, how do you, how do you align to that and what could align you to that, you know, visually, visually, what kind of object can align that and then maybe put that, you know, close to your computer as you're, as you're working. Yeah. So that you're always ever present, you know, with that mindset, knowing that you need to break through, you need to overcome your obstacles. It's great. It's great. Yeah, so I like, yeah, I mean, the fire one, this is the first time for me to see, this is your own device, and I forgot, what was the name of the? Sistering. Sister. There's also sunstones you could use, or a candle, mm-hmm. but the, the real goal is, is, is that these are just objects of your focus. The real work is internally, and aligning yourself to that. And then aligning that to, you know, a greater purpose. Okay. That's great. So I think, I think you maybe move to the the campaign. Yeah, sure. We'll. Or is there other part? I think we've got the fire meditation. Okay. <laughs> got that was good. And uh, yeah, we all have ours. So like I said, I have this little green one, and that kind of gives me power. So you you can try different. It's all, you know, like you said, it's all in our mind. This is how we perceive this, mm-hmm. is this object, but the singular focus, the energy that it gives us. Even throughout my day, like I'll try it. I learned this somewhere. I think I told you, like your index finger is a certain thought or feeling. Your second, right, right. your middle finger, you can use these as buttons. So sometimes when I'm, I'm stressed, I try to just, this is actually graduating college. Okay. <laughs> so and, you're, an, you're anchoring an event. You know, with this, what is like a mudra, you know, like a, a mantra for your hands, yeah. right? So you're anchoring that event into a body position, yeah. And and then, like when you say you're graduating college, it's just not the thought of graduating college; it's all the emotions. Yeah, that emotional. The thing. emotions, the relief, the accomplishment. Yes. You know the the idea that anything's possible now. Yeah. Now I want to go out and conquer the world. <laughs> Actually, I thought my life was over. I thought I had to go live, work in corporate world. Oh, really? And I actually, that summer was like, I did, I backpacked Europe. I drove across the U.S. I went to Jamaica. Mm. Like, I, because I thought I was going to just work. I don't know, in in corporate. For some reason, I just thought like, this is the end of my... In a cubicle. Yeah, like I thought I was going to be in a cubicle the rest of my life. So I I think a lot of my older, like friends or people are like, you got to make the most, you know, this is like, the last of your youth or your freedom. Right, right. So I also have that feeling that, that also is that feeling like I just had to get all that in. But let's go to the campaign. So, you know, it's coming out. We're in the end of February. The Living Crystal will be on Kickstarter. Right, right. And so what, what is it, what is it where people are, are getting? Like it's the, it's the base and it's a rechargeable unit. Well, the battery is not included. However, you can use you can use a nine volt battery or yep. a rechargeable nine nine volt battery. It's really challenging to ship in quantity. Yeah, the um, batteries the are batteries. So that, that's where the batteries so, not included <laughs> comes from. So we decided not to incorporate that. However, you you do get a clear crystal yep. ball. Yeah, um, I'm holding it for those watching. So. Anyway, keep going. And uh, this, you know, a lot of in Thailand, you know, a lot of a lot of monks and and practice, practitioners focus on a clear glass crystal ball 
and they also connect that to oh, a center in their body and they grow this this light within mm. them so it's a it's an energetic form that's known in thailand interesting and it's very common for monks to practice oh. uh, with this but also practitioners so this is why we chose a crystal ball but you can we also have this rose quartz and clear and quartz clear yeah there's quartz. like a set it's like an add-on like add set of course you can check out the page Right. And yeah, like actually the other thing I think you mentioned is some people have been using this as like, I, I, I don't know, as, as like the cat, the, the lucky cat manicot. Right. <laughs> but it's also can be used as a, a little bit of a lucky, lucky product for their, for business, right? Right. So a way to manifest. Manifest. So yeah. I was at the Mind Body Spirit Fair in Bangkok a couple weekends ago and I was showing the device and the tables right next to me both loved it so much that they wanted to have one on their table too. Great. And the the woman to the left of me had a, when she turned it on, within five or 10 minutes, a couple people had bought some large awesome. items from her. So she was really inspired. Now, was that coincidence? You know, maybe, however, you know, she felt really connected to this device. And in turn, I think that kind of changed how she reacted to everyone else right, in a more open, kind of friendly, energetic manner. And, you know, that led to a sale. There you go. So, you know, it was really, really interesting. It's exciting. It's been great to get, you know, get to know you and do this product. And like I said, I'm, I'm using it daily. I integrate it into my morning meditation I was doing, and it's been helping me on, on improving my focus and uh, giving me different energy. So I definitely recommend everybody check out the campaign, see if you want to, back this project and and I think regardless if if you're doing business like you said it's like a it's like modern day I don't want to say war but it's modern it's modern day like actually I have a book called e-commerce gladiator <laughs> yeah I wrote this awesome. about e like selling on Amazon and, right, and right. you're like as a seller that's the arena you're Amazon's in the arena. Yeah, you're in the yeah. arena of Amazon and there's like people trying to kill you like maybe other competitors trying to kill you and there's like Amazon with the thumbs up or thumbs down, they might cancel your account. And there's service providers and logistics and warehouses and customs and DHLs. And so I just feel like we're modern day gladiators. Or is it gladiator or is it the gladiator is the person fighting, right? Yeah, yeah. I, but in those. In the arena. In, that's in the, the person fighting in the arena. Because in, the, in the, that American Gladiator TV show, the gladiators were those guys trying to knock that contestants. But I think the gladiator actually was the. The contestant in the Coliseum, and that's yeah. so. They, this is, they fought for the pleasure of the crowd, <laughs> staying alive, you know, <laughs> yeah, to not die. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but uh, you know, so having this in your in your weapons or in your in your uh, inventory is is something I believe is needed, not just brains and, and will, but actually focus and, and mindfulness and and meditation is is helpful because a lot of people focus about how to get more sales or how to get more improved marketing and but this is definitely something people need to work on as a business owner or something mm -hmm. in high pressure work so thanks so much john for sharing the livingcrystal.com we'll link it on thank the you. show notes here thank and you, this is fun i always learn something each time i talk to you so thank you all right thanks cool and thank you to our sponsor our returning sponsor mercury.com online bank well it's a real bank but you can do it totally online for us 
Our Blimp program participants are going through this as well. Thank you, Mercury. Travis is great there. He's been on our show. He's been in our events. We're going to have another event where we will have them attending as well. And if you want to get a little bonus for you and us, if you sign up and do some special circumstances, you can go to globalformation.com slash Mercury. I also have a video tutorial that we use even for the Blimp people. I use the same exact video to learn how to use it. I hope... You can check it out, totally free, why not? See you there. Thank you, John. We did this in person here in the studio in Chiang Mai. It's really, I'm having fun, you know. This is part of my little dream, the, my little empire of things we do and interviewing and connecting and asking any fun questions to people like John is, is part of the fun. There's a delivery coming right now, some more samples. We're doing lots of manufacturing here in Thailand. It's a new world. It's a new thing. It's just so much, you know, dealing with pressure, dealing, dealing with business, you know, I know it's huge pressure with Amazon, you know, competitiveness and, and the platforms and the logistics and warehouses. I'm still dealing with that warehouse problem. Some of you have been asking me. So I hope today's show helped and, uh, you know, no, no pressure, but if you could back John's project. We're actually also partnered with them on this launch, so you know it would help us out too. And I think it's a great product. I got one right in my hand. I don't like to shill or promote, but you know I think it's a great one. And I got it right on my desk in front of me every day. And sometimes even throughout my day, you know, like I said in the show, I put index finger, middle finger, you know, different fingers to remember different feelings and thoughts and memories and and everything and the more I go into business and life and I get older I'm gonna be 42 <laughs> in a month so I'm getting old uh, and I realize that it's it's more about your mind and how you take things right it's not really of course you got to take care of your body and, uh, and and achieve things but you also need to take care of your mind and I think this product helps you get there and meditation in general and just try to even just take two, three seconds when you get upset about something about work or life or family. Just try to hold your breath, close your eyes, think for two seconds, and you'll probably make a much better decision in those two or three seconds of mindfulness or, or, or meditation or, or, or pausing, right? If you make rash, quick decisions, it's when you usually make the worst decisions. So. That, that should be the bare minimum, you know, hopefully you got from today and in life and from maybe this show. So much going on. I got behind me the Cross-Border Summit, save the date for November. I think we're going to get the 16th and 17th here in Chiang Mai. We got the, we got the spot locked in, crossbordersummit.com. We're going to go up to Japan in April right after my birthday with Gary. Potentially a Canton Fair trip, making that get set up and there's just... The, the, actually Singapore in March so just so much happening and thank you for being here with me uh, and I'm getting, lo I'm getting a lot of good vibes lately I'm kind of enjoying getting things going again maybe weekly maybe weekly this was a week since last show but uh, I don't want to commit because that could give me some negative vibes so maybe weekly there's a couple more shows we got so we'll keep this weekly for a bit Thanks again, globalformation.com slash TLC, tender loving care, or the living crystal. Take care. See y'all later. Bye-bye. 
To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.